Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host Morgan Shepherd, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. So today, I'm going to be talking about gratitude and maybe manifestation, woo-woo shit, okay? Um, This chair, it's moving. You can't see it, obviously, because you're listening to the audio. But since the start of the new year, I have been focusing on doing a daily gratitude practice. And for me, that looks like sitting down in the morning with my cup of coffee, my journal, maybe a candle, and sitting and writing out 10 things that I'm grateful for. Now, they might not be things per se. They might be feelings or strengths or people or activities, experiences, things that I'm noticing in my life that I'm grateful for. It gets me in the mindset of thinking about things that are good rather than focusing on the negative things or complaining about certain situations that aren't going the way that I want them to go. Focusing on those happy memories, those good moments, allows me to connect to the good things that are going on in my life, to appreciate the things that I have, to appreciate the privileges that I have, and to sort of stay out of the negativity bias, stay out of that negative mindset of always complaining. I think A lot of times people come together as friends and they like bitch about certain things and they, they, you know, they complain about their work or they complain about the traffic or, you know, whatever it is that they're complaining about. And we have this, this society that just likes to complain. And I don't think that it benefits us. I think that if we get wrapped up in this negative mindset, that we don't make time for the good things. We don't make time to celebrate the wins that we've had, or, you know, that we got up and showered today. Hey, that's a big deal. I'm happy I did that. Um, Yay. (laughs) But like when we are so wrapped up in this negative mindset, we forget to see all of the beautiful moments. I went to a sound bath last night and it was, it was a new experience for me. I've, I've been to one before, but it was in a location that I didn't know where I was going up until like the 45 minutes beforehand. And if you know me at all, you know that parking is a big stressor for me. I I get anxious about not knowing where I'm going to be able to park, even though parking in Los Angeles is hella easy compared to like Boston, where it was wicked hard to find a place to park. And, you know, you would drive around for hours and be like, "Um, there's snow everywhere, where am I gonna park? But I digress. So I went to a sound bath last night in downtown LA and I didn't know where I was going up until 45 minutes before. So that was really stressful. And then it was around like five, six o'clock. So obviously I had to drive in traffic. Hey, Morgan, I have car trauma. I was hit by a car last, not last July, but the July before that. So I still have a lot of like accident trauma. I don't like being on the highway. 
especially around dusk when people are fucking crazy because they want to get home or wherever it is they're going. And like people, people in LA have forgotten how to drive. I mean, not that they ever knew how to drive, but yo, they forgot real hard since, you know. So now we, we have extra stress when we drive. So that was fun. And so the build up to the sound bath was extremely stressful. And I was also going to a new space that I had never been to. So going to a new space, not really knowing where to park, not really knowing the neighborhood, if it was going to be, you know, safe for my new car, all of that jazz, that was stressful. Also, I was going alone, you know, because I am working on doing more things alone and learning to vibe with myself. The event itself was fabulous, you know, sound baths. If you've ever been to one, they're very relaxing but also it clears your mind it clears your body of any like negative energy tension that kind of thing one thing i will not forget next time is i had a i had like a pillow for my head but i didn't have a pillow for under my legs and you know like when you're lying on your back for a long period of time your hips start to get uncomfortable and it's often useful and it even said in the paperwork, hey, bring one of these extra pillows to put under your knees so you don't have hip pain. But did Morgan bring that? No, because I was like, I don't want to carry too many things because that's awkward. So I didn't. And I regretted it. But we made the most of it. It was an enjoyable experience, very relaxing, very calming. And then I drove home. So there was stress at the end because now you know, I'm in a new space with all these new people and I have like a few moments to chill and chat with people if I wanted to and be brave and like, you know, go thank the host for facilitating the evening and have an awkward hug and be like, oh my God, what do I do with my hands? This is so weird. I'm like, you know, just be a human. I don't know how to do that anymore. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> and then I drove home. And so of course, then I had nighttime driving stress, which is even more fabulous than dusk driving stress and then i came home and watched zombies if you have not seen the last of us go watch it fucking love mushrooms they're fabulous it is amazing what they can do but don't watch it right after you do a sound bath because your stress levels are just gonna shoot through the roof um yeah so i watched that but the whole point that i'm bringing all of this up is because i am leaning into things that scare me this year and leaning into putting myself into communal situations where i have the opportunity to make new connections and to speak with people and be in environments that might be more stressful than than i want but like i'm also trying to push myself to be uncomfortable so part of yesterday's intention was to bring in more of that push energy of like let's go get uncomfortable and be brave and do the thing and if that means being awkward yay embrace it uh -huh, because you know me i'm awkward so here we are hello awkward morgan i feel like a lot of people have a lot of hesitation around going on adventures alone and yeah, it's scary. It's scary to go do things alone, but I think it's necessary. You learn how to be with yourself. You learn how to be in situations that are uncomfortable and that push you to new limits. And you're not like bogged down by leaning on someone else to, to hold that space for you. You know, I think a lot of times we'll, we'll go to events or things and we'll go with a best friend and we're like, oh yeah, we're just vibe together. And you forget that 
you know, there's a whole world of people out there that you could connect with. And when you're just with that one person or you're just when you're with your group of people, you don't even bother to make new connections. I know it's really hard as an adult to make new friends. You know, people are afraid to put themselves out there. They're afraid of rejection and, you know, nothing bad is going to happen. <laughs> you might look stupid. You know, I, we all look stupid at some point. I know I for sure have looked stupid so many times in life. I think it's good to lean into those things that scare you. I think it's good to just push yourself to become better, to become more part of the world. You know, I feel like since 2020, I've backtracked. Like I was, I was, I was doing good. I was in the social world. I had a scene. I had people. I had connections. And and then 2020 happened, and now I, I'm. It's harder. Like. Just fucking, I went to Bed Bath & Beyond yesterday and we were literally there for like 20 minutes buying a new comforter and just standing in line, just being there, just being in a room with people and like having to do the thing and go through and all this. And it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. So if you're feeling like it's a lot being out in the world, if you're still one of those people that works from home, I get it. I understand. But I urge you, push yourself because... We need to get back to, not back to the way that it was, because, yo, it's never going to be like that, but, like, back to that stage of being able to function around other people and feeling like your anxiety is not building up inside of you and you're not feeling stressed because you have to communicate with other people or stressed because you have to be in a room with other people. You know, I think we've forgotten how to function with other people and... It's not, it's not a bad thing to not be able to do it the way that we used to because I think, you know, there is merit in learning how to navigate life solo, but we get so much from connection. One of the great things that I do love about coaching is that it has taught me to really listen. Now, as a kid, I was really good at listening, but mostly because I was being like stocky and I wanted to know everything about everybody. But as an adult, you know, I think so much of our lives is spent putting ourselves at the center of everything, feeling like, ooh, we're the center of our movie. But really, we're all in this human experience together. It's a joint journey and that we're sharing it with other people. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're spending every single fucking moment with yourself. So if you're not making an effort to connect with other people and listen to their lives and like be part of their journey it's very lonely you know I've, I've been reflecting on this a lot recently about how to connect more with myself and with other people and you know just get curious about what they're doing with their lives like what are they experiencing what have they learned that maybe i haven't learned or that i don't know how to do or like pushing myself to do new things with new people it's hard it's hard to make those connections but i think it there's merit in it and it helps you grow and one of the cool things about pushing yourself you know in relation to other people is that it allows you this chance to start to trust yourself because then you can be like "Ooh, i can go to a scary new situation where I don't know anybody, I don't know where I'm going, I've never been to this location, I don't know the address until the last minute, I don't know what the experience is gonna be like, and I'm going to be safe, I'm going to be okay. I, I grew up with a lot of privilege and I've traveled 
a lot. I've been on planes since I was two. I've traveled on my own quite a bit. Not, you know, as like, ooh, explore traveling, but more like distant, like going from one location where my family was to another location where other family members were. So like, I've been on planes by myself and I've like traveled to new cities and had to find my way to a location by myself and that kind of thing. And I think that it has given me the perspective of like, you can travel. The world is not as scary as you think it is. I mean, it's fucking scary. There's all kinds of shit out there, but not everybody's out to get you. Like, don't be naive, obviously. <laughs> but I didn't realize how scared some people are of just going and doing things on their own and traveling on your own and, you know, feeling like I might not be safe in a new location or like if I don't speak the language, I'm not going to be okay. Honestly, humans communicate in similar patterns like so whether you speak a language or not obviously having the language is going to help you communicate but you know we all feel similar emotions we all feel similar desires and fears they just have different words for them in different languages so when i say that we're all living the human experience we're all going through this process together so whether you whether or not you can understand what someone is physically saying, that doesn't mean that you can't understand what they're going through. So you can understand some of what their life experience is like. And I think remembering that when you travel is key. Like I've traveled in countries where I don't speak the language and I've been totally fine. You know, I have this little picture book that I bring with me and it has like, you know, a picture of a beer or a picture of rice or a picture of like, you know, a potato or a hot dog, you know, whatever. And it helps me communicate because even if I don't speak the language, I can be like, hey, can I have this? You know, I know toilets look different in other countries. Sometimes they're the little, you stand on the little platforms and there's the hole in the middle. I grew up with those, a little bucket on the side. But like, you know, some pictures <laughs> are universal, some are not. You find what works. You know, learn to do things alone, learn to travel alone, learn to communicate with others alone, and realize that we're all on this journey together. I think that there is a lot of benefit to that. When you learn to do things on your own, when you learn to travel on your own and go to new events solo, you build this trust with yourself and you build this idea that you can do things and you build on this idea that you're open to new possibilities, new experiences, new connections. I think that's very important. Think about ways that you can nurture your relationship with yourself. Think about ways that you can create new experiences that you can learn from or find new opportunities to make new connections. Like I said, making friends as an adult is really challenging, but a lot of that comes down to this idea that we get stuck in being comfortable and we get stuck in, oh, it's dark, it's cold out, I don't want to go out, I want to stay at home. I'm a homebody. I love staying at home, don't get me wrong, but like pushing yourself to go and do the thing is so much more exciting. And, you know, we're here to have experience. We're here to see what life has to offer. And if, if we stay at home and we don't allow ourselves to experience anything, then we're never going to be able to grow. We're never going to become the person that does the cool things because we're just not doing them. 
how can you push yourself? How can you find new exciting things to do? Go to the event that you're afraid of going to. I also wanted to touch on, you know, someone asked me about manifestation the other day. When I work with clients a lot, one of the first things that I have them do is I have them create a vision for what they want the future to hold and what new identity they want to move into, how that's going to look, you know, when, when they have these new behaviors and new habits, who will they be and how can they start showing up as that person now? So I've been working a lot in my business and trying to figure out how I want that to be reflected in the world and like what I want to offer people as far as like helping them services, that kind of thing, creating this vision of, you know, what, what that will look like, you know, five years from now, whatever, am I going to have multiple people that work under me? You know, am I going to, am I going to have multiple offerings? What is that going to look like? What sort of impact am I looking to have on people? What sort of emotions do I want to help? facilitate in the experiences that I'm creating. And I think, you know, working with people to create these visions of what they want their future to hold, even if you never work with a coach or you never, you know, you never do any of these fitness nutrition things, I think there is a lot of merit in sitting down and being like, okay, the fuck am I doing here on earth? What am I going to do with my life? Yes, obviously, privilege circumstances, a lot of that is dictated by those things. And we obviously can't ignore that. But what are you working for? What are you working towards? Are you, are you here to build a family? Are you here to impact other people? Are you here to create? I'm a creator. I love making things and producing things and having ideas and designing things and, and sharing that with the world. What are you here to do? It's a big, it's a big question, you know, just like throw that out there. Developing that vision sort of allows you the chance to figure out what it is that you want to come into your life. The more you think about it, the more opportunity you open up to. It's like, I hate this reference, but everybody uses it. It's like if you are shopping for a car and you want a blue car, or a Subaru, because I have a Subaru, so let's talk about Subarus. If you want the new Forester, you never see them anywhere, and then suddenly you want to buy them, and they're going to start seeing them everywhere, because now you're paying attention to them. In the same way that, like, if you want a specific thing or goal or, you know, future, the more you think about it, the more you're going to open yourself up to seeing it, and you might start to see things everywhere, and you might start to you know, open yourself to more opportunities that involve the thing that you're seeking. It's sort of how manifestation works. Hopefully you found this useful and if you liked it, share it with a friend, subscribe, all that jazz, and I will talk to you next time. Ciao!